That's right, Chuck. Hello there. Assemble. Ninety nine nerds. We are back for episode thirty one, and we are extremely excited to finally have a guest back in not just any guest but a guest that has already been on the podcast once before and all of our viewers were just dying to have him back on ladies and gentlemen zach terry is in house hey guys say his name what's up (laughs) tz uh not much glad to be back on the podcast guys sean is also here uh we are just gonna have a delightful discussion today sean how's your day how's my day Great question. Uh oh. This is the week of weeks. It's my birthday week. I knew it. And I'm so excited because everything stops when it's my birthday. That's right. Absolutely. The world waits in awe. Mm -hmm. And so today I splurged a little. What'd you get? I went to the grocery store (laughs) and I bought me some water flavoring uh, meals. Nice. This doesn't sound like splurging yet, but give me a second. Sure. Also, I bought myself some of those cool like Lego botanical sets where it's like a cactus or a yeah yeah fancy plant that you can make out of Legos, right? So it doesn't die ever. Yeah. And then on top of that, I bought myself a bunch of uh, new Magic: The Gathering booster packs. Whoa! And I have several of them. And my plan and my plot is: anytime you guys say something that hurts my feelings or upsets me, I'll open one of them to make me feel better. Dang. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully, you brought a lot. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I hope gonna, I, I would be really, it would say a lot about my life if I ran out, right? You're going to run out before your birthday. Oh my gosh. That sounds like you went splurge mode. Nice try, princess. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, uh, the movie as well. We're going to see Ant-Man this weekend. We mm-hmm. are. A big a big old crew of us. For sure. Maybe too many people, but it's going to be fun. Yeah, so we got a couple things happening. We First of all, we've got Ant-Man coming this week, so the next episode will be a review of Ant-Man, which we are stoked about. I have to see Shang-Chi before that. So Maybe clock, I should watch it, too. The clock is ticking again. for me. Uh, I believe David I bet I'll see it again it. before you see it once. Yeah, I would bet on that as well. Wow. And uh, we also, last night, was the Super Bowl. Wow, this is a nerd podcast, Austin. Why are you bringing up the Super Bowl, you sports jock no during the super bowl the world all stopped partially for sean's birthday week but more so because of the flash trailer oh my gosh the movie that james gunn said no guys we're keeping this one because this one is sick and you're gonna want to see it what do you you think about the trailer zach uh i think it's great so far I think we uh, saw some characters in it that we didn't expect to see or hear from in the DC universe again, and uh, I'm excited for it. No doubt. What do you think, Sean? Um, Is this going to be something where they just blow up everything they've been working on and kind of hit a big old reset? I think so. Okay. I think James Gunn has said, like... (laughs) It's kind of like he's been saying, like, this is it the... It doesn't have to end like this. This is the I, best yeah. movie that we've seen. You guys are going to love it. But it's also crucial for him so that he can just hit reset. I'll say the trailer actually looks really good. Yeah. And I couldn't figure out why I liked it. Because I remember when the Justice League trailer came out with the cover of the song Come Together by the Beatles. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't 
in all of my being find a reason to care. Oh boy! But well, with the Flash, I'm impressive. interested. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, I, I. It's interesting. What is it officially called? Flash Flashpoint. I think it's called the 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 the, the point of Flash. <laughs> I think it's the Flash is the name. Okay, Flash. Because I think they were gonna go with the Flashpoint storyline, which is basically him traveling to another multiverse. Um, but I mean, based on the trailer, based on at the end, we see a Batman that is a grizzled Keaton, Keaton, Michael Keaton. Um, that is not a part of the Flashpoint storyline. What um, do you mean? The Flashpoint storyline is he goes to a different multiverse where Bruce Wayne is dead and Thomas Wayne. Is the Batman not only the Batman, but kind of like a Punisher style Batman? Yeah, what if in dark, this one he goes to dark. multiple multiverses? See, I think they might pull that because there's been a lot of quick screenshots shown of this trailer, and it looks as though at one point you see Batfleck, Ben Affleck's Batman. Mm-hmm. I was hoping it was Balefleck. <laughs> yeah, that's what a lot of people were hoping. But if you look at his cowl, his ears are very distinct, and that is the Batfleck cowl. About, I mean, who knows it's, if it's actually going to be Bat what about, Fleck. What about Patterson Fleck? I don't think he's going to be involved. I wish. I love a good Patty. Vengeance. It's too bad. Vengeance. Um, well, I'll say I'm looking forward to it. And I realized after that trailer, I like Ezra Miller. Wow. As the Flash. I don't. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, I think it's because he does come across as like a funny kind of quirky actor. Yeah. And maybe my problem with him in Justice League was his what he was offered was just awful sure did you see the snyder cut zach i did see it i didn't see it i mean all four four and a half hours oh my gosh i think it's time i think it's time for me to watch it yeah i think we we were both texting each other during the super bowl that it's time for us to see it it is significantly better than the original interesting yeah i i hear flash has like a much bigger part yeah he does Mm. i do know that he has a moment where he goes back in time and solves a problem at the end undoes some things which is like cheating really it really is. His his character is a cheat. I sent you guys a beautiful trailer for, not a trailer, but more of just a clip of one of the new episodes of The Flash on the CW. I remember, yes. Um, looks bad. Yeah, it's yeah, embarrassing. It was rough, honestly, to looks watch. It's like they just keep going downhill with that. The first couple seasons of that show were actually very entertaining. And then uh, I think at the end of season three, they had him go back in time and undo everything that happened seasons one through three. And it was just like, at that point, I gave up. Why would you do that to me? Well, I don't know what it necessarily takes to run a show like that on a TV production budget. Mm-hmm. I'm just surprised they're trying. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised it hasn't been shut out at this point. So what would you say, Zach, as far as Snyder Cut versus regular cut? What are the pros and cons? Which one is better? And I guess, are you familiar with all the DC stuff that's happening with James Gunn and what he's announced at this point? No, I haven't been following Mr. Gunn's. uh... All right. I'm interested to see how he plays into it. But what do you think as far as Snyder Cut versus Justice League? I think there's just a lot more uh, action sequences in the Snyder Cut which is what you want out of a superhero movie. Um, I think it does a better job at bringing in all the characters. Like there's a lot more uh, background of Cyborg and the Flash yeah. and all that. Yeah. Which is nice to see because for a lot of people, they might not follow DC. Yeah. And they're just going to see a superhero movie. Yeah. It's nice to know the characters a little bit. That's kind of what we've talked about in some of the other DC movies, like in Black Adam. It's like DC does not introduce their characters very well. 
It's like you're giving me the Justice Society without any context of. They who don't. These you guys could. Are. It could be argued they don't introduce their characters at all. <laughs> no, and that's why they don't do it well. With the exception of your of uh, Superman and Man of Steel, right? Um, although, Which is one of my favorite DC movies. Didn't crack the top fifty list though, unfortunately. I'm sorry. From Rolling Stone, it must not be very good. I would disagree with that, but I'm excited. We already talked about. You know, we've got another episode that dropped. Our last episode where we talk about how what James Gunn's doing is very intriguing and I'm excited. And the way that they did a new Batman with Robert Pattinson and it was successful has me, I don't know, I guess receptive to whatever James Gunn is going to bring to the table. It's like, okay, if you can make another Batman with a guy that when you casted him, everybody was like, really, Robert Pattinson, this is going to suck. But then it didn't. It did not suck. Yeah. What's the opposite of sucking? Blowing. Yeah. It blew our minds is what it did. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. Way to bring it all together. Yeah, very good. That was great. Um, well, cool. well, I was going to say, uh, I f- realized, just remember now, I did watch something new, DC related, uh, the other day. I watched the animated Injustice, God's nice. Among Us. Which was uh, an hour and 15 minutes. Where did you watch it through? Was it a streaming? I watched it on HBO Max. Okay. And it's um, a very, 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 very condensed version of the Injustice comic book storyline featuring um, mostly Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman, mm-hmm. some Green Arrow, and a little bit of Damien. So, um, but that's a, that's a storyline that would be really interesting to get eventually. Definitely not the kind of thing I want them to work on right now. You know, I don't think it would be as meaningful if like, oh, by the way, Superman's gone off the deep end. That's kind of like an end game scenario, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's hard to condense into an hour and 15 minutes. Pretty much. In fact, the way they kind of stop Superman in the end is a little rushed. Yeah. But isn't it Green Arrow shoots him? No, Green Arrow bites the dust, Oof. tries to shoot him and it doesn't work. And Superman's pissed and he doesn't take no... He doesn't take no crap, especially not from Green Arrow. Yeah, what a that's chump. actually a great synopsis of the Injustice storyline. It's just Superman's pissed. <laughs> Perfectly understandable. Yeah, I would say so. Um, so they are going to bring Damian Wayne into this D- new DC. Okay, the Batman movie is going to be Batman with Damian, and as I said in the last episode, Damian is just a king kite yeah (laughs) i can't stand damien i don't know again i trust james gunn i feel like he'll execute but he's my least favorite robin i don't know about you um i feel like the least favorite robin should be the one that died um but he comes back how science which one's so which one the first one becomes nightwing right what is uh who becomes, is it like Red Skull or it's, well, that's uh, Redhead? Or that's what? the one who dies, right? That's yeah. Tim Drake. Red Hood. Yeah. A Red Hood. No, so, it's, no it's Jason Todd. So oh, Jason Todd is the yeah. one. Yeah. So Jason Todd doesn't die. Right. He just becomes a Red Hood guy. Yeah. yeah. And then. I don't know if like the Lazarus pool was involved with that. With Ra's al Ghul bringing him back. Well, I can't remember. What happened to the other, the third uh, Tim Drake? That's a great question. Is he Teen Titan Tim Drake? He's just chilling as the Robin? I've, 
Honestly, I can't really. I, I don't, don't remember what happens to Tim Drake. No, I know that Nightwing eventually becomes Batman for a little bit. Oh um, man, Nightwing's probably my favorite. Yeah, he's the most legit. Well, I'm excited then because you know what? It sounds like we don't know almost anything about the DC universe. Yeah, not and nearly. maybe in five years that will change. You know what's interesting? I would say you you rewind it 12 years ago i knew more about dc than i knew about marvel i didn't know who thor was i knew very little about iron man i mean the guardians of the galaxy forget about it like there's just so many characters that i knew zero about where i knew about almost all of the dc characters now it's been completely flipped where because of what the mcu has done i'm just so entrenched in all marvel things and yeah you asked me what happened to tim drake i'm not gonna have an answer so, TZ, what are some of the aspects of what Marvel is doing right now in Phase 4 and what's leading into this Kang Dynasty stuff? What are some of the movies that they've just released that you liked, that you didn't like? What are, you, what are your predictions on what's going to happen? And, uh, yeah, what do you think is going to go down? So, where did where did the last phase end? What was the last movie that came out? Um, <laughs> pretty much, right? Uh, what? What is the last Marvel? Is, is No Way Home Black a- part of that? Are or? we talking about Marvel or DC? <laughs> Marvel. <laughs> okay. I Marvel? switched. I switched gears. Oh, sorry. I wasn't paying attention. Um, gosh. I mean, oh, Wakanda Forever. With them now. I was gonna say, um, <laughs> the last one is Wakanda Forever. Right. Okay. And now we have Ant Man. Well, technically, um, the last is Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I uh, I enjoyed Wakanda Forever. It's definitely not my favorite Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was. It's a hard movie to make because so much of it was built around, you know, Black Panther's dead now. Right. So a lot of it had like a mournful and sorrowful theme to it. Um, but it was also like the villain I thought was great at, at first, and then it just like took a weird turn because it's like I want to work with you guys, and yeah, we should, you know. Right. I got Wakanda underwater and you got the land. We should come together. Right. And then water. She beats him at the end and is like, You're a villain, I'm beating you, you're done. Right. And then they have like a agreement to part ways or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he's still you get that little clip at the end where yeah. he's still like he's still a threat. He's still a threat. Yeah. So they <laughs> I was like, you know what? She should have just ended the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Well, that would have been messed up, wouldn't it? You won't be able to see any more Namor. I guess, yeah. Namor was... would have been no more. Oh, Sean oh. with the puns with a what kind of reference. That's yeah. your specialty. What kind of movie was that? Oh, man. I guess that was the ethical choice she had. Was it? Am I going to be a Killmonger Black Panther or am I going to be a, my brother Black Panther? Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Moral choices. Mm. Um, but overall, it was a good movie. It was an sure. MCU movie. Most of them are pretty decent worth seeing. They usually do pretty good. Usually until they don't but did you see avatar way of water i did not good job okay (laughs) not because you shouldn't see it but i just feel like waiting until like the box office sales stop getting counted because i don't want james gunn to take the lead on anything uh very good movie and what we said is you watch way of water after watching wakanda forever and they're just two completely different ends of the spectrum in terms of how they portrayed the water worlds and way of water is so much better at like giving you in-depth detail and like unique creatures and all that stuff whereas the scene in wakanda forever 
she's floating through his town for like three minutes and it's murky and you can barely see what's going on and it's just like way of water did it the complete opposite and they totally immerse you into this water world Mm -hmm. but yeah avatar kind of made mcu look like amateurs when it came to that but take the shot mickey i mean when you when you spend 12 years putting a world together you got plenty of time ain't that right yamas i feel like if you spent 12 years making a movie it better be good yeah it was good i hate james cameron with a passion personally me and him have beef. He has no exit. Yeah. But <laughs> I loved it. It was a really good movie. Just picture James Cameron like f- wincing randomly right now and he doesn't know why. Oh, that 99 Nerds podcast. <laughs> that one guy. They gave me props, but God, they hate me. I don't hate him. I don't hate anybody. Sorry, Jim. Uh, Jim. Yep. <laughs> okay. So what are the things that you have been watching lately? that you want to come on here and talk to us about TZ? That's a great question. Um, I haven't been into shows that much lately, to be honest. I mean, I'm keeping up with uh, Last of Us right now. Yeah, uh, Last is, of Us. Did you play show. the game? Uh, I have played the game. I did not finish it, Okay. and I haven't played the second game. You yet. never okay. finished the first Last of Us? No, I haven't. Did you ever finish or play the second one? No. Really? What's the second one called? The Last, last of, us of Us Part Two. two. More. <laughs> yes, the, more, la- the more, more of, of us. more of us. The more Last of Us. <laughs> yeah. Um, There's a few of us left. <laughs> yeah. Great games. I mean, it had a great story or plot. I honestly don't know the reason I never finished it. Very cinematic yeah. games. Yeah. More more story than game, really. I personally have not played them, and I have not seen the show yet. What what streaming platform is the show on? HBO. See, there yeah. it is. I got to get HBO because. James Gunn basically has said anything that's not a movie is going to be on HBO. Oh, HBO is just DC Central, whereas Disney Plus is kind of Marvel Central, obviously. So uh, I need to get HBO because I'm out of the loop. And then you got Din Djarin running around now with some girl. Din Djarin? Yeah. Who's Din Djarin? Mandalorian. Mandalorian. What are you talking about? What are you? What are you talking about? Are you 33, nerd? What are you talking about? Was it oh, like the new trailer or something like that? No, no. He's in Last of Us. <laughs> oh. Well, you don't call him Din Djarin. Uh, you don't true call him by his do. name in yeah. the show. Uh, do you, you call, call him by the actor's name? Do you call him Baby Grogu? Or wait, Baby Yoda? Or do you call him Grogu? Listen, man. See, I even, can't, even my five year old son has that. I can't keep, I can't keep track straight. of all your, your references. You're too witty and wily for me lately. My five year old son has friends who are like, oh, yeah, I got this shirt that is Baby Yoda. And he's like, Punches him in the face. His name is Grogu. <laughs> Don't you where's it? Don't you dare say his name. <laughs> right. Yeah. We got a uh, Grogu Lego set. Stands about yay tall. And it took us fifteen months to finish it. Right Not on. because it was difficult, we just kept putting it off. But we finally finished it recently. Knocking it over. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So So anyway, last that, of us. That guy, that, well, that guy's a fantastic actor. I think he fills the role of Joel really well. I think he fills any role really well. Yeah, he's, he's got range. That guy. Did yeah. you ever watch him in uh, the 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 Nicolas Cage movie, The Unbearable Weight of Talent? No, that is one movie I wanted to see. Though that movie's wild. I got some uh, positive reviews. He's mm-hmm. uh, he's really good in that. Uh, Pedro Pascal. Yeah, Pedro. Vote for Pedro. They should get Pedro Pascal and Diego Luna in a movie together. I don't know who that is. Diego Luna played Andor. Oh my god. Yeah, or they shouldn't have them. 
no, I couldn't have a meet up <laughs> <laughs> because of the death part. Have you yeah. seen it? Have you, did you catch up on Andor? Yeah, I finished Andor. Dude, Andor's good. You know what? It took about five or six episodes to get good. Yeah. But then it, when it got rolling, yeah, the I prison, it quite a bit. The prison episodes were so well done. Yeah, they're good. Um, It's kind of cool to see what they were doing in Andor. They're kind of doing in Bad Batch, too, where you just see how I described it as like the Empire has a ratchet strap around the galaxy and they're just slowly tightening it and just cranking on it. And you're seeing... It's all coming together. You're seeing these worlds getting squeezed by the Empire, and the Empire is just taking things a little further, and they're getting a little more power hungry. And uh, to see kind of the fallout of that, that whole prison scene was not seen. The whole episodes are. And I shall die as one of them. Was very well done. Beautiful. Fantastic. Beautiful. So, what is it about Last of Us that sucks you in, and why should I watch it? It's just a great dramatic show. Like, it's zombies, right? It's yeah, essentially okay. zombies. Um, I don't know, but it's you, very grounded. It's grounded in a lot more like natural, realistic science. Okay, I saw a funny tweet that basically said the outbreak in that show uh, peaks in like June of two thousand three. Sure. Which then they said, which means none of these characters got to see Star Wars em- Episode three hit theaters. And they never saw the conclusion of the prequels. What a loss to humanity that was. So that sucks. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But yeah, June 2003, they didn't get to see the return of the king either. Oh, my gosh. That's probably the worst year to have an apocalyptic scenario happen to the world. 2004 is a much better year for it to happen. I'm sorry for 2004. Why? Because of that song. Which one? Um, So anyway, with The Last of Us... (laughs) I was a little hesitant about the casting of Ellie in particular. I uh, can't remember the actress's name, but she plays... Uh, what's her name? I have no idea what the actress's name is. <laughs> she play, She's in, a, she was in a Game of Thrones as uh, something oh, Mormont. Oh, she's uh, Mormont, yeah. The Tough as nails, Lady Mormont. That's it. That's the one. Mm. But uh, the, the show is actually, like Zach said, it's very well written. It's genuinely kind of like creepy at times. It... it it paces itself well, but to be fair, much more so than most shows, it's so heavily adapted from the game. Mm. Like I said, the game is so much more cutscene than game at times, so they'll have dialogue lifted straight out of the game, oh. and uh, production design, like the sets and the way scenes play out, is a carbon copy right out of the game. Interesting. That's that's cool. They're taking it straight from. So I am curious how somebody might appreciate it if they've never actually played the... Uh, the game at all yeah i i think it's enjoyable without the game knowledge i don't know what it is about like uh post-apocalyptic shows or like you have shows like the walking dead or how does it compare to the walking dead uh i think it's better okay um that could change is the oh my god i actually never finished the walking dead though so me neither dude i think i got into season seven and then yep me too off what was the episode that broke you (laughs) ah The last thing I remember watching in that show is they're uh, fighting with Negan's group Mm. and Walker's overrun Negan's compound and the priest, Gabriel, I think his name was, Mm -hmm. he like ends up locked in a trailer and Negan just happened to get into that trailer too. Mm. And then I remember like the end of the episode ended, I was just like, I don't care what happens to these people anymore. (laughs) (laughs) For me, it was an episode where they get into a skirmish with Negan's group, 
And I just remember scene after scene, they kept cutting back to them, like just like crouching behind cars and barricades and then like just shooting randomly at the other side. And mm-hmm. this went on for an hour. It was like they literally had nothing to do. <laughs> they, they show up on set and they was just like, shoot each other and we'll just edit it together for an hour. Yeah. It was bad. Uh, yeah. The Negan, Negan episode that ruined everybody's lives uh, was when I said no more. Uh, that was that was television that I was not ready for. I don't think the world was ready for. And I said no more of this. I've got a family member who recently got into Walking Dead. And they were like, oh my gosh, it's so interesting. They were like in the, I think they just got to the prison. So it's like beginning of season three. Sure. And they're like, they're like, yeah, the the mom just went into labor. And I'm like, oh no. They're like, yeah. And then there were like these guys still at the prison and they were like, going to like talk to them. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, there's, there's this guy with like an eye patch. Um, the governor, has he shown up yet? They're like, no. I'm like. Oh man, it just brings back all these memories of that show, and it's it's not yeah, it's a, something I want to think through again. That, honestly, that the Governor Herschel scene, yeah, that that's where it's like, whoa, this show's dark. Yeah, like that, I, it takes it, it. The Herschel Governor scene is like an eight out of ten. Like, oof, this is rough for television. And then they just keep going higher and higher. And then they go to Terminus, where there's a bunch of freaking cannibals. Oh, man. It just keeps getting worse. And that's when I said You're no either more. the cattle or the butcher. Is that what yeah, they say? Yeah, basically. It's true. I, I mean, that's how I live my life. I can't handle those types of shows. So how does it compare to that? Is it like horror genre, suspense, thriller? I would say it's more... They, they get more uh, creepy in horror mm. genre. Yikes. Like... I mean, you see so much of it in The Walking Dead where they're fighting these walkers right. that you almost get like used to them fighting them. Right. Like, it's not even scary anymore. It's just like, oh, you just got to be a little faster. You just got to yeah. be a little higher than them. Right. Uh, the zombies, I guess we'll call them, in The Last of Us, they're terrifying. Infected. And they're fast. They're fast, fast zombies. zombies. <laughs> The kind Not that like good. that's, kind the, that run that's after the worst you. kind of zombie. <laughs> yeah. What's that movie with? Uh, isn't it Brad Pitt? World War Z. Yeah, where they just like swarm. <laughs> just like, they just tower. They take down helicopters. Yeah, it's it's funny because that actually is a really creative idea for doing zombies like that. Yeah, and then there was that game uh, that did something like that. Oh, what was it called? It was on the PlayStation, and uh, it was it was Days Gone, I think. And it tried to it tried to utilize that same effect with zombies, like they swarm in mass, and yeah. they almost like wait they form waves to like get up on top of a building at you and stuff. Yikes! Or they like splash through a door and like they'll have like zombies just explode out of the pit. Yeah, I th- I feel like this sh- that show the only thing it suffers from it's got a very strong fan base because of the video game, but mm-hmm. the only thing it suffers from is people on the outside who have not played the game are just saying, "Really, another zombie show." You know, I mean, how many of those mobile game advertisements do you get where it's like those zombie apocalypse survival games where you dig down and you create a farm system underground or you <laughs> what's that stupid game where you run through and it's like add 10,000 years to your guy. I see that ad all the time. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> or like advance your weapon this yeah. far. Yeah, yeah. Multiply your crew by 10. Subtract oh. your crew by five. Oh, that, yeah, Which that's... one should I do? Okay. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. It's all just clickbait. Well, the best is when you ever you read the comments on they those. Give me 
every time. Every time. <laughs> well, the best is you read the comments on those, and people are like, "Yeah, I downloaded this game. It's nothing like the ad." Yeah. Why would somebody do that? Yeah. Why would you fake out somebody with an ad? Just show the game. Yeah. Or then nowadays they'll do a thing where it's a puzzle game, and for the the promo they have the stupidest person alive playing the well, playing the that's game. That's why people do it because yeah. you, you watch it and then like the last. Well, five, I could beat that. The last I'm five smarter than this clip, guy. <laughs> there's a clear choice, and they pick the wrong one. You're like. I can do that better. Right. Download. Right. <laughs> I'll that, show them. It's the be- it's the most brilliant marketing strategy. That's kind of like what we do with this podcast. We just talk about stuff we don't know what we're saying. <laughs> yep. Everything is just baiting people to comment. Yeah. That guy Sean doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Jokes on you. I do. I just want to hear you say it. <laughs> yeah, we've got a strategy. It's been working really well for us so far. I believe. Um so yeah, Last of Us. I Well, what do you think is a reason I I've, I've been wanting to ask? Why do you think Zombie media is so popular. Why do you think it, we keep coming back to it? I don't know. I think it's. A, <laughs> I think it's just like one of those things you can watch it and escape from reality and be like, at least we're not dealing with that right now. Oh, man. Sure. Like at least life's not as bad as that could be. You know? So sure. the government is funding these projects yeah. to distract 100%. us. percent. <laughs> Dang, you're so right. Mm. A part of me wonders if there's like a weird uh, wish fulfillment in it. Like, oh, if the world went, like, if the world ground to a halt, I'd be a survivor. Right. You know, I've got what it takes to be one of the few that makes it. And you kind of like watching a show where you could see yourself or somebody you know who makes it. Right. Like, oh, there's a priest. Shouldn't normally make it because he's too compassionate. That would work against him. But, Mm -hmm. oh, this priest happens to be a total coward and he locked people out of his church. And that's how he survived so long because he hoarded everything himself and he lives with this constant shame and guilt. Right. It's also kind of like remember what were the what were the games the Left 4 Dead games remember those oh so good those were remember. like I love those games they I don't know how they did it but they just so brilliantly they only have like four characters right yeah and they so brilliantly made like the perfect archetype characters it's you got a football coach <laughs> it's like yes of course he would be the one and then you got like a sleazy used car salesman mm-hmm. it's like yes of course he'd survive <laughs> and then you got like uh, in Left 4 Dead one it was like uh, uh, what was the Bill was the uh, was the the old army an old man yeah. old army vet. He's like one of those uh, disaster preppers. Yeah, so you're like, of course, yeah. yes, he would make it. He's got just gallons of his own urine stored away. Yeah, that's how you make. Uh, in case you need to make for formaldehyde or whatever, right? I I honestly don't know. Yeah, I have no clue why you <laughs> store your urine. <laughs> but I've been keeping it for a while. <laughs> but ever since just, urine, I never knew what the next step was. <laughs> step one: collect. <laughs> Well, yeah, I think that like we all think that, yeah, I would survive. But honestly, like unless you have a lot of like gasoline stored away and a lot of food stored away, like you're going to have to venture out of your house and it's going to get bad. (laughs) Well, they actually I thought that was cool. They covered that in The Last of Us where uh, one, the how would you have a car battery that would last that long? So everybody's looking for car batteries. Right. And they eventually um, come across one. But it's like, oh, here's a guy who who has batteries like the parts and the pieces prepared. So you have to like mix the chemical. You have to actually make the battery, but oh, wow. the, the, the stuff is ready for you to do that. Or same with like fuel, you know, gasoline in a car is, is going to like separate and get bad over years. So they know how to get fuel out of a car, but they comment of like, it's, it's so poorly conditioned at that point. You only get like a few miles to a gallon mm. and you got to keep stopping it and getting more. And yeah, so I kind of like that, uh, I think that's maybe another reason people like zombie material because it kind of like brings everything down to like this primitive lifestyle 
Like yeah. how, how able are you to adapt without all the things in your life that you rely on? Sure. And there's like this embodiment of strength in that. Like, oh, I, I'd be able to figure it out. And sure. I know how to build a fire, but then it's like, yeah, but you fool, you <laughs> idiot. Don't build a fire. The smoke will give you away. Yeah, exactly. I've got like camping skills. Burn your pee. <laughs> burn your pee. Yeah, it burns well. Oh my God. I have a fire hazard in my basement. <laughs> Bear Grylls. Sun's going down. <laughs> Time to... Yeah. So, Sean, you had a pack in your pocket. Yeah, I... Uh, I you I, were going to open it live on stream. Yeah, but didn't I say it was only when you guys really upset me and hurt my feelings? Yeah. Well... <laughs> uh, don't. You suck! Dang it. Um, when's we, your birthday again, Sean? It is uh, a couple days after we see Ant-Man. Oh, I was thinking it was on Ant Man, but that's right. We can celebrate. You can you can wish me a happy I'm birthday if you want. <laughs> we won't. <laughs> All right, cool. Next week, maybe. Next week for the pod. When's your birthday? Any day uh, now? Any day now. Down the road. It's usually right before Thanksgiving. Usually, so people get distracted and they don't make as big of a deal deal of it as they should. Yeah. Actually, mathematically, it's always before Thanksgiving. It can never be on or after. Well, whose fault is that? <laughs> the calendar. The Gregorians. <laughs> well, TZ's is usually right uh right around the time school gets back and right. people get right back on Labor school. Day. Yeah, and then everybody's all Oh, it's your birthday? Uh well I oh, have to whatever. get to class. I have to get my binders together. Yeah. I have Am to I... I have to change my Spanish class because I don't like the teacher. I have to sharpen one of my one hundred and twenty eight Crayola crayons, you peasant with only a twenty four pack. You absolute idiot. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> Useless failure. Uh, what else were we going to talk about, Sean? Uh, besides birthdays? Did you watch Rings of Power? No. Uh, I think I got four episodes in. Gotcha. And then I was kind of waiting for it to See what's, out. What's tough is like, okay, so Bad Batch is rolling right now. It's so easy to watch a 24-minute episode of Bad Batch. Right. I see that there is a 59-minute episode of Andor or Rings of Power or whatever, and it's just like, ugh. I finally powered through Andor, and I'm so glad I did. And I know that it'll be like that with Rings of Power. I want to watch it. I just know I've got eight hours of footage in front of me. Yeah, that's how I feel, too. And I don't have eight hours of it's a It's a time. lot of content. Yeah. Sean, you liked it, though. I did like it. But you didn't love it? I liked it. Well, I, I, I loved parts of it. Mm. I loved it for the reasons that other people found it annoying in a weird way. What? Which would be like um, some aspects of it are so whimsical. Yeah. Uh, like some of the accents are flamboyant and hyperbolic and some of the performances are so goofy. Yeah. But I like that stuff. Mm. I like when uh, nobody else does in the Lord of the Rings when you know there's moments where it's very serious and dark and heavy, but then there's moments where it's Merry and Pippin just having this ridiculously goofy conversation about food and smoking and that's true, whatever. And I I think those elements are fun, and I I, I miss that stuff. And um, so when when the Rings of Power would do that, I loved it. In fact, what maybe took away from it at times is when it took itself too seriously, mm. especially with Galadriel's character. Uh-oh. She just doesn't ever chill. Remember? That's right. You said yeah. that. Zero chill. Yeah. She just is like never happy. She's never, she, I don't think she smiles in the whole show. Uh-oh. She probably does. So Montage she's like, right here. She's, <laughs> like, <laughs> she's like Captain Marvel then. 
just never smiles. And Brie Larson laughs. was happy in her movie. Remember, she she was on the the bus and she smiled at uh, Stan Lee. Right, and then she punched that old lady. <laughs> I thought you were about to say punched. She punched him. No, she smiled at him. Yeah, and then she decked that ninety year old. Yeah, well, because that's what heroes do. That's what heroes, heroes do. do. <laughs> Uh, well, Rings of Power was okay. I enjoyed it. All right. I, but hey, we've talked about like, hey, it's it's we're trying to be positive, right? Right. I'm trying to stop being such a poo-pooer. So you know what? I'm excited about The Flash. Okay. I liked Rings of Power. You know what's cool about The Flash? They showed his uh, suit and his ring. Did they do that in Snyder? Cut Wait, he has a ring? I don't remember it, so I don't think so. In the comics and in like the... He stores it in his ring, yeah. yeah he stores what in his ring? His, his suit. His Flash suit. Oh my gosh. I don't. I'm interested to see how they explain it. It would be all wrinkly. (laughs) Sure would be. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what they're going to do with that, but, um, yeah. What happens when he sweats in it and then like he, it gets, goes back in the ring. It's a really good question. I mean, the physics behind that would be tough. I don't, why, why do, like, why can't, I don't want to have to ask or have the question answered. How do you get your super suit on and off? Right. I don't want to think about it. Well, he's, he's so fast. You'll never know. Well, there you go. That's that. There's your answer. I don't. He does. It should be complicated. It, how is it in his ring? He's so fast. <laughs> <laughs> he runs home real quick and he gets it yeah. and he puts it on and he comes back. It doesn't make sense, but no. it's it's really cool. <laughs> like the Green Lantern, I thought like he can. You can tell me he stores his suit in his ring because right. everything's in his ring. Right, right. But yeah, the flashes. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens. Maybe it's like an interesting metaphor for marriage. Uh, maybe. Oh, we didn't even. I'm sorry. Uh, you can finish that thought. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not, okay. I'm not married. You're married, and I was thinking you were about to take um, off on that. Weird metaphor for marriage. No, it isn't. Okay. So, <laughs> one thing that they did show in that trailer is Supergirl and yeah. Zod. No! Yeah. We yeah. broke his neck. Apparently not. Right. No. He shouldn't be dead. Yeah. This is a multiverse where Zod apparently attacks Supergirl instead of Superman, and maybe she's not. <laughs> Unsnaps his neck. <laughs> How did that happen? Flash is so fast. <laughs> I saw a really good. I saw a really good commercial. Um, it wasn't. I don't think it was the Super Bowl. No, it was. It was a commercial for some like a crepes pastry shop. In mm. fact, I, I, I kept thinking about your business when when they were doing it. It was a, a girl came up to the counter and she says, "Oh, I'm, I'm full. I can't finish these." Would you like to take them back? And she's like, oh, sure. She took it back over the counter. And they basically had this person narrate over the commercial how their staff will put all the ingredients back. But really what they were doing was they were taking a video of them assembling this little pastry and just playing it in reverse. (laughs) And like, oh, we put the bananas back in the container. We put the strawberries back and we put the glaze back in the specialized bottle. I don't think that the health department would have any issue with that. Well, no, of course not. Why? Why should they? They, be, they? It's saving the environment. I guess. So that's what Save I think the of. Cheerleader. The, <laughs> so the hopefully, the Flash has a scene where he has to eat in reverse. Maybe. Uh, but question. Bring it. Supergirl. Mm. Is that Supergirl or is it Superwoman? You know what, Sean? Or is there not? Or is there no Superwoman? And I'm having a Mandela effect. I don't think there's been a reference to a Superwoman. All of DC. Well, th- but this girl uh, in the trailer has dark hair and almost looks like just the the young lady version of Clark Kent, maybe from another right. universe. So yeah. there is a there's a show, Supergirl, right, on uh, CW, right, and she's like blonde, and I think that's like the niece. And of they Superman have a, they they announced another right. they announced a Supergirl movies that they're gonna do. James Gunn wants to do a right 
what is it called? Edge of Tomorrow or Tomorrow Never Dies. Or but kind of like with Multiverse of tomorrow. Madness, I mean, they could they could just introduce somebody. They literally could do whatever they want. That's a one-time deal. Yeah. Like John Krasinski, our boy. How convenient. Who is not coming back as Mr. Fantastic. They could just... Well, not with that attitude. They could just try something. Do you think... He'll come back as Do you think this mystery Superwoman will have pretty much the same airtime as John Krasinski did in that movie? I hope where, she has more. Where she's in it for like five minutes and then just and gets wrecked by Zod. Zod snaps her <laughs> neck. Oh, man. Then what? Just... Then Flash just runs out of there. There's just a... There's a there's a multiverse where Zod is just constantly getting his neck snapped. <laughs> no matter what. Yeah. It's his... Uh, What's that? Uh, I don't even know what movie. Oh, it's actually from uh, those. Gosh, it's from the Marvel What Ifs, where uh, Doctor Strange. It's like a point in time that cannot be changed, no matter what. Oh yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. Uh, it was his girlfriend, right, dying, dying, dying yeah. in a car crash. Like no matter what, this has to happen. No matter what, Zod has to have it next <laughs> it's like it's a, like a it's like a clinch point yeah for time and space it's everything hinges on it it'll be barry's tell of when he needs to leave that multiverse and go to a different one <laughs> it's, with, it's like oh, in uh, Zod. it's <laughs> it's like it's like in inception how he has the little uh, the spinning the, the dreidel, yeah. <laughs> is the dreidel or whatever and it, the little top and it, it, he he knows it's his top because the way it spins it's right. like Oh, thank God. I'm back to the point where <laughs> Zod gets his neck snapped. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah. I'll see. But I, I thought that was a cute moment in the trailer when he was taking a picture of her on the plane. And he's like, what are you doing? He's like, I, you know, Sark, I just, we can tell our kids about it one day. Mm. I was like, oh, how empathetic yeah. for a character to have yeah. a crush on another person and for you to be rooting for him, even though you don't know the guy that well. And don't really root for him overall. I hey, Ezra I'll Miller. wait until I see the movie. That's a that's really mature of you, Sean. For now, <laughs> wait until the movie comes out, and I'll rip it to shreds if I have to. Do you have any predictions for the Ant Man movie that we are seeing this week? Um, I honestly don't. I did not follow the uh, Secret War timeline. Yeah, as much in the comics, so I have Same. no idea what happens there. Um, I think we'll definitely see a major character death at some point in the movie. It probably won't be Ant-Man, but maybe like, uh, who's, uh, the wasp, his oh, girlfriend yeah, or, yeah. or Evangeline Lily. Yeah. Do you think she'll get eaten by the blob like she did in the comics? Is that what happens? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know that happened in the, the freaking, comics. The, the blob eats her. Freaking spoiler alert, dude. <laughs> the blob has That's how they bring in the X-Men. Oh my gosh, she just just this morbidly massive guy suddenly starts eating the wasp and they're Dang. like first of all, <laughs> don't. <laughs> Second of all, who are you? <laughs> Where are you from? Um I, and then they played the X-Men theme. And then the theater just goes nuts while puking. <laughs> is there is there a pretty big uh crossover with Shang-Chi? Is that why you guys want to watch the movie before? According to Sean. There is uh there is some illusion in the trailer there's these rotating rings around the city and that is a very similar thing they show on the end uh, credit scene from Shang-Chi mm. that and David said Shang-Chi was just good it was a very good movie yeah I mean the the Shang-Chi thing I, I, I'm, it's not like I don't want to spoil it I just don't necessarily want to go 
get into describing it, but they they set up something in their end credits that they've really not touched on at all since. Mm. And my my theory is it's it's got to be Ant Man where the next piece of that yeah. gets gets going. Um, there's been a lot of screenshots I've seen of Modoc, Modoc, Modoc. Yeah, that's how you pronounce it. And it is the same actor who was the villain in Ant Man One, and. They were saying how, <clears throat> excuse me, they were saying how the whole movie, they're harping on how important the helmet is. It's like, if you're going to shrink down, you better Who's make helmet? sure you got your helmet on. Ant-Man and then oh. also the yellow jacket. Yeah. Um, and in the last scene, when Scott is fighting him, he breaks his helmet. I. You're not supposed mm. to do that. And then he shrinks him down. Jerk. So they're saying that might oh, be why. That's his, why his head goes big. His head is still massive. No. Because it got all messed up because his helmet was broke. Oh, no. So you've made your villain, Ant Man. Now, now you got a lion. It. <laughs> That's a better, better villain origin than anything of Iron Man's villains. It was just Iron Man's villains were just a series of guys that he. I'm a guy in jail. Also, I can build like weird laser whips. Well, there was that, and the other two guys were just guys that he insulted a long time ago, and, and they wouldn't let it go. They never let it go. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, what's his name in uh, Spider Man. Far from home. Um, Jake uh, Gyllenhaal. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio. Jake his origin Gyllenha- story. His origin story is that he made this really advanced technology, and Tony Stark made a joke. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's sad. Yeah, it's sad. <laughs> so let's c- commit terrorist acts across the world. Uh, there's a there's a scene in Avengers where one of the Shield operatives in the giant ship is playing Galaga, and Tony Stark calls him out. He's like, "You got that guy in the corner playing Galaga." Everybody's like, oh, the new villain. The origin story. <laughs> he called him out. Now he's going to be the next guy. Whoever that actor is, figure it out. Every wonder, line of dialogue matters. I wonder if Mysterio <laughs> could have been prevented in that movie if he just had a booster packed open when Tony Stark ruined his life. Honestly, I feel like we could all benefit from that whenever we get upset or hurt, have our feelings hurt. Sean, yeah. have you had your feelings hurt yet? No, I'm having such a great time hanging out Dang with it. you guys. <laughs> we got to be mean or Austin. <laughs> Listen here, you son of a gun. I can't be mean to you, Sean. You're 33 of the 99 nerds, darn it. No, I'll be 32 this week. If David was here, though, he'd be. You know what? You know what I'm excited about for uh, Ant-Man and also for uh, the Flash movie is like, I don't know anything about the quantum realm. Right. And like in the MCU, most people don't. Right. Anything could happen. Including the writers, uh, arguably. So like (laughs) they could take this movie in so many different directions with right. the plot. I and mean, that, that's exciting. That is exciting. How many movies have there been now? Like 30 something. We have not even dove into this at all. Other mm-hmm. than the very brief little tidbit they talked about it in the last AMA movie. You're absolutely right. This is like completely uncharted territory, which at, at this point is hard for MCU. Like what what is there left after right. the quantum realm? Who who are they going to introduce, John? Who who's going to Oh, I was about to say like Jesus, but it would it'd be okay that he dies because it's like, yeah, right for our sins. I, you know, the only thing that's going to be a hang up for me in the movie is the recasting of his daughter. Yeah, you were upset about that. Just, I, I mean, I, it just, it makes me sad. Like the idea of this actress was like blindsided that she didn't get recast and she Sucks. found out like the hard way that she wasn't going to be. So here's what I hope happens. Here's my prediction for uh, Ant-Man, Quantumania. Mm. Opening credit. Mm-hmm. No. Before the Marvel Second. credits even start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
It's going to be like a hard open, okay? It's going to be a cold open. It's going to be a scene of somebody with a, a MacGuffin in their hand, okay? Un, yeah, yeah. Or tucked underneath their arm, and they're sprinting for all their might, and they're jumping over all these weird platforms, and the camera pulls out, and they're in the, the quantum realm. Of course. And then they like they come to a crossroads, and they don't know which way to go. They go left, they go right, they take the right, and then they're running, and they think they've escaped, and then boom, pow, 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 pow. And then, and then they're like dust. They're oh. a smoldering pile of dust. And then you see these like boots walk into frame. And then you hear a voiceover saying, suck it, noob. <laughs> or something like that. It's Get wrecked. It's Master Chief. And then hard cut, <laughs> hard cut to uh, Scott playing Xbox with his daughter. Uh, and you thought, you see, you thought it was the villain who said it, but it was, it was Scott who said it. Oh, oh. It is Master Chief. He's oh, playing man. Halo. Yeah, he's playing, he's playing Halo Infinite. It's like a, it's like a, a marketing thing. Yeah. And he goes, man, you know, uh, uh, what's his daughter's name? <laughs> Cassie. Cassie. Like, man, Cassie, Halo Infinite sure is a great game, don't you think? <laughs> and then she, like and then that. Cassie says, Dad, I'm going to have to stop you right there. <laughs> I just want to say I'm sorry. He goes, for what, Cassie? And she says, I'm sorry. I'm just not the daughter that you have always wanted. And then she, like, looks at the camera <laughs> for, like, a solid three seconds. And then... Uh, Scott says something like, Cassie, you might not be the daughter I wanted, but I love you no matter what. And she goes, oh, yeah, dad, by the way, we got to be at grandpa's house soon or something. Actually, they're not. It's not her actual grandparents. <laughs> no, the, the, the wasp comes in. Right, it's falling right. apart. The wasp comes in. <laughs> And we can edit all of this. <laughs> she comes in and she says, you guys, we got to meet my parents for dinner. Yeah, yeah. Right away. And then Cassie says, oh, I got a surprise for him. And then it's like, it's only been like literally 70 seconds of the movie so far. Okay. <laughs> this has all happened. Yeah, yeah. And then jump cut to them at dinner and they're eating and they're finishing. And again, more like topical humor. Ha ha ha. Right. Marvel jokes. And then Cassie's like, wait, by the way, I have this fun little device I built. I want to show it off. And they go to the basement, and she's like, it'll access the quantum realm. Mm. And then the grandma tries to shoot her and says, don't do it. <laughs> and uh, and then, like, Scott Lang grabs the gun and yeah. wrestles the old lady to the ground. Right. And while that's happening, Cassie uses the device, and it sucks her into the quantum realm. And there's a scuffle. And then they all get sucked into the quantum realm. And then Marvel credits. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Wow. Yeah, that's so how the movie's going to start. Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's a solid oh. opening. Oh, like the opening credits. Yeah. I thought you were saying the end credits. I wish. It's a three-minute movie. <laughs> Super bold. And at the end, it says, Kang will return. <laughs> 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 it's breaking new ground. Speaking of Kang, do you know who the actor is? Who plays Kang? Yeah. Uh, I don't know him personally. Oh, <laughs> that's not what I was asking. <laughs> he's, a, he's a gentleman? I can't remember his name, but he's in the Creed movie, too. Have you yeah. seen the Creed movies? Yeah, he's blowing up, that guy. Dude, that he's, trailer he's looks solid. sick. And he got yoked for that movie, which I didn't know he was in the Creed movie, and David was sending me pictures of him. It's like, dude, this guy's getting jacked to be Kang. What's he going to do in this movie? He wasn't getting jacked to be Kang. He was getting jacked to be a boxer in Creed 3. I feel like he could still be jacked to be Kang. I mean, I hope so. Do you think he's going to break Ant-Man's back? Bane style? Um, no. He's going to crush his thorax. Oh. 
Yeah. Yeah. Or he's going to crush his daughter. Cassie. But like not in like physically, but like his like the his daughter's going to have a crush on Kenny because right. he's like this really good looking guy and she's a oh, tee hee hee teenager. Right. Classic. And then he's going to like shut her down and like really crush her emotionally. Yeah. That hurts Which, more sometimes. Yeah, it's probably worse. Or he goes for the thorax like you said. Do you guys think that this movie will have anything relevant at all in it happening until like the last 10 minutes. <laughs> no, I don't no. know. I, I feel like they, cause I would like, honestly, I, I would think, no, of course not. It's a whole movie. A whole movie is going to have something important happening. <laughs> but then we watched Thor love and thunder. Right. <laughs> and yeah. It kind of didn't matter until like the last well, 10 ta- minutes. Taika Watiti Tutu Wakaka is not involved in this project. And from what I understand, the people who uh, know about the comics, which I know some, but not as much as, you know, those 100 nerds out there. I'm just a 99 nerd. Uh, they are pumped about this movie. They say this movie is like super pivotal. The whole quantum realm storyline and what Ant-Man does. Ant-Man is like extremely crucial in what happens moving forward. Is this the start of phase five or the end of phase four? <sighs> That's a great question. Is this like a hinge film um, where everything, everything I wanna, changes? I say this is the start of phase five. Oh, man. I think you might be right. Then what was phase four? It was just nothing but She-Hulk. <laughs> um, you were correct. This is the beginning of phase five. There it is. Next is Secret Invasion and Guardians of the Galaxy. You know what I would love to see? Hmm. It's probably not going to be in there. Maybe an end or end end credit scene hmm. is I would love to see Deadpool pop up at the end of Ooh. Ant-Man. Sean had read that there is somebody that comes into this movie that's going to blow everybody's mind. Don't know what that means. Don't know who it'll be. I thought it was Dave who said that. Yeah. Hate to fact check. Because we know at this point... is wrong. (laughs) We know at this point uh, Deadpool's got a third movie coming out. Correct. And it's going to be tied in with the MCU. Right. Um, With Logan. Yeah, we also know I don't know if they've started filming that, though. We know Wolverine is going to be in that movie. Correct. Which means the X-Men are going to be tied in to the MCU. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So at some point in this phase five, I feel like we're going to get an end credit scene that is like, hey, here it comes. Right. You know what? I'm going to do something. Sean, ask I'll him- tell you exactly who's going to be the secret uh, character in uh, Ant-Man. Ant-Man Quantumania. Okay. Are you, are you ready? You looking at me? Ready? It's Captain Marvel. Watch. It's the thumbnail right there. Dude, what if it's like, what if it's Black Widow? <gasps> no. Like, what if, what if when people, I just got over her. What if when people <laughs> get thrown into the soul stone, they just go in the quantum? Oh, room? dude, that's a great Dang. theory. So the soul stone's not even really like a soul because, stone. It's just a gimmick. Because in uh, <laughs> the Guardians of the Galaxy 3 trailer dropped as well. A new one. We see uh, Gamora's back in it. Mm. Gamora? Naturally. Gamora? I don't know her name. The green girl that yeah, he loves. Yeah. She's alive again, and she was donated to the Soul Stone. Yeah, so, sure. They got to clean that up. I don't understand how they're going to tie all that. What are you together. talking about? She's she's. It's just it's her from a different timeline. Right. It's her from a different timeline without the memories. Yeah. Right. So. So he's got to win her back over. So it's they, like a love story. They timeline jump. No, no. Remember in Endgame. Oh there yeah. There was yeah. a different timeline. Yeah. Thanos, right. And she was part of that crew who came over. And, yeah. So. So they just snatched her out of that and made her part of the crew again, I guess. Yeah. 
So that means that in the current timeline, this new Gamora from the past is going to unite with this Guardians of the Galaxy team, which means the Guardians of the Galaxy team from her timeline is just like... They're all dead now. Yeah, they're just all they screwed. Had, they yeah, just all, her, they, they all lucked out. And, uh, you know, that Finn... I'm uh, not Finn. That Chris... <laughs> that Chris uh, Pratt is going to be lonely forever. Dang. Yeah. I've just been looking. So with Quantumania, not Quantumanium, Quantumania is the leadoff of this phase. I was looking back and seeing, like, what was the start of phase four? What was the start of phase three? What was the start of phase two? So phase one was Iron Man. Phase two, the beginning was Iron Man three. The beginning of phase three was Civil War. The beginning of phase four was uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, because that was, like, when they launched their Disney Plus stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But normally the movies that launch and lead a phase are bangers. So... We'll see how banging this bad boy is. Yeah. I, On a scale of one to banging, what do you think it'll be? Explosive. Dang. I was thinking like a seven. I, I actually really enjoy the Ant-Man movies. Yeah, they're I think, funny. I think Paul Rudd's hilarious. Yeah. And like just the character in itself is like very happy-go-lucky and For sure. sarcastic. They're feel-good movies. Yeah. But like not too far like Love and Thunder was. Right. They still like do the plot really well and you can just laugh throughout the There's movie. a great blend of humor and seriousness. Yeah. I feel like this movie is going to be a little bit of humor sprinkled in, but a whole lot of... There's going to be a lot of seriousness. That's yeah. why I think there's going to be a major character death at some point. Yeah. Are we still... What are you it's probably going to be Hank. Are, you, are you still talking about Marvel? No. Yeah. No. Okay. Not anymore. <laughs> so what do you have, Sean? I got... Let's see if this camera will catch it. I got... Without a doubt, it'll get there. Are you about to gather my magic? There it is. Um, I got one rare... It's not that good. So that sucks. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. terrible at opening packs. Open another. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to need to open another pack to make myself feel better from that first pack. What's the uh, strategy? Where, where's the rare one usually at? In your heart. Isn't it like the it's like, it's third like from third the bottom? From the back, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but you got to go through the... I got sucked into it. You got to go through the uh, the... The commons and uncommons too, because sometimes those are worth a little bit. I already got this one. God dang! <laughs> I got, oh my gosh! <gasps> I got I, this. I just I have this. I already got this one too. Dang! I'm sorry. Sean. Look, look. As someone who knows nothing capture. about it, find find capture. I got sucked into a rabbit hole watching some guy do Pokemon card openings, and yeah. I learned very quickly that third from the back. All right, let's flip it. Boom, boom, to make this dramatic. Like. <laughs> I watched like 20 videos in a row of this guy. And of course the toes are all like, the one where we finally pulled it. We pulled it, guys. $500,000. Like, oh, I got to watch this 37-minute video. I could skip to the back, but that would totally ruin the buildup. I don't know why, but <laughs> maybe it's the hype around it, but I've also watched quite a few of those videos. <laughs> Have you seen the one guy that does them? I, I don't even know his name, but he's got a lot of followers on YouTube. That was a big thing on Twitch for a while. Yeah, crack, like opening, crack, uh, cracking, crack, cracking crack. like ten thousand dollar Pokemon card boosters and stuff like that. I mean, I told David he's got to do unboxing videos of all these lightsabers and helmets he's buying. Should we, uh, should we transition our uh, our YouTube channel and our podcast into just like that crap? I think it can be a segment of what we do. 
No, you got to go all in. Oh, no. <laughs> it's got to be the full hour. <laughs> That's excessive. I think it's something you could definitely do on Tuesdays. Yep. Taco Tuesdays. <laughs> I'll eat tacos. You open packs. I I want to. I feel like that's not a good trade. <laughs> you don't get any of the tacos. All right. Well, then so that's wait, wait. that. That's a podcast. Yeah. Bye now. Write it down. Mucho shaka paga. Then take the shot, Mickey. <laughs> take the shot, Mickey. <laughs> For those who don't understand that reference, you're gonna have to put a link. Yeah, I feel, I feel like you should definitely throw that video in somewhere. Yeah. If it's even still up, they might have taken it down. I just tried something. So what is what is Magic the Gathering, guys? How many gathers oh, do you geez. need? Oh, jeez. We had to wrap up in an hour. This is at least oh, five-hour discussion. Uh, Magic the Gathering is a uh, collectible, tradable card game. Mm-hmm. I think it started in 93 or 94 or something like that. History. Um, I think it's 92. Because sure. sure. the 30th anniversary, I think, was last year. Wow. Sure. Uh it's uh, it's like Pokemon on steroids, Oof. like so it's like Yu-Gi-Oh. Well, <laughs> then it's like Yu-Gi-Oh on steroids. Oh my god, Digimon? <laughs> no, Digimon. So like, I feel like Pokemon has has been pretty much straightforward since the beginning. They just have uh, new sets come out with different Pokemon, different monsters, whatever. Right. Um, but the game mechanics pretty much stay the same mm-hmm. for the most part. Magic the Gathering, like every set that comes out, they add new mechanics to the game that change how you play or shoot. They're calling this, th- this set is Phyrexia Always One. They're calling it the uh, the Britney Spears set. Why? Uh, because the mechanic is toxic. Oh, radio. Gosh. Radio. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. So is that the one that has the minifigures? No. No. That's Warhammer. Warhammer, yeah. They That's a, little, a different uh, thing. Again, level 99 nerd. Yeah. I don't even know if you can call them figures. We probably really upset the Warhammer community by calling them that. <laughs> Let me know in the comments how much of an idiot I am. They're not figures. They're my children. <laughs> They're my kin. Anything else you wanted to bring into the table, Tease? Uh, it is a new table. In, uh, it is a new table. In recent time in my nerd life, I guess the only thing that I've been uh, dabbling in that recently started was uh, Hogwarts Legacy, the game. Oh, that's right. I've been seeing a lot of clips of that. Uh, It's a great game. You've been playing Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah. The game? The game. Or is it just called Hogwarts Legacy? Hogwarts Legacy, I think, is the name of the game. Okay. What Uh, kind of game is it? uh, It's like a storytelling game quest uh, game, I guess you would call it. Is it open it's, world? Yes. Or is it very linear? So it is open worlds. Where I'm at in it, I'm probably like five or six hours in. Do you climb it's towers very, to reveal parts of the map? In a sense, yes. So that's one thing I really like about the game, is like they have all these, uh, I don't even know what they call them, they're like little flames that light up green when you get to that area. Okay. And then as soon as you find that, you can fast travel back to that area immediately. How do you fast travel? Is it just like a loading screen for fast travel or yeah, is there like just, an in-game mechanic for it? No, you just pop open your map, pick whatever little flame. But you don't they have like a in the the Harry Potter movies, don't they have a thing where they like shrink down into yeah, something? I've seen then, it a couple times. I don't even know what you call it. Teleporting, I guess. And mm-hmm. they don't do that for the fast travel? No, it's Gosh. all it's all in menu screen jumps, oh, but man. swinging a mess. Um the game is a lot of fun. Is that uh, the first Harry Potter game that they've dropped? Open world style? 
open world style yeah mm. and i mean it it from what I know, it has nothing to do with like J.K. Rowling or any. Yeah, well, other. it's not. It's oh. not a movie tie-in game. Yeah, it's just a its own in-universe cool. kind I of think, game. I think it takes place in like the eighteen hundreds. Mm. It, wow. reminds, it reminds me of like a very like old England feel. So gotcha. slavery hits very different in the in the game than it did in the, <laughs> the newer I movies. Se- I haven't seen that yet, but uh, it will. Yeah, is Dobby still? around and a slave no but some of his uh ancestors are the house elves are still the house slaves. elves are still about yeah it's differently than and doesn't it yeah dang okay but the game is fun is it I like rpg it. do you like level up a character yeah is it customizable your character so the only customization i've seen so far is like you have uh six different pieces of gear you can wear like a coat glasses a scarf and you find different sets of that gear throughout your uh, your game that boosts your level. So like getting better glasses upgrades your upgrades your character's ability. Right. Just like real life. Yeah. And if you get a better scarf, naturally. Social yep. status. More powerful. And social status, of course. More riz. The better the scarf. Say. <laughs> the better the scarf, the better offense or attack you will have. Oh. <laughs> Much like in real life. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh in the game. Are you, is your character fully voiced? Is it like that kind of a story-based game or is your character a silent protagonist? Oh, he's voiced. Mm. Oh. Um, does he a lot, does he a lot, have a lot to say or? There is so much dialogue in that game. I'm actually at a point where I just skip, skip everything it. now. <laughs> Are there uh, dialogue choices? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, which one do you usually choose? Um, Are you a jerk? No, I usually go. Friendly. I usually go like friendly, noble character. I don't want smoke with anyone, you know? Mm-hmm. Not until you get the higher scarf. Not until I win that Avada Kedavra, I know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> so you can... Uh, well, is it like is there like a... There's a light side and a dark side where you could just like eventually fall all the way into learning the darkest of arts? You know, I'm not really sure. Um, it seems very linear, the quests I'm on right now, because I learned, I've had like three spells I can do. Mm. But like every main story quest, you learn new magic. Um, so I'm, I'm sure at some point... You're going to get to a point where like, hey, do you want to learn the dark magic? Dang. Oh. Tempting offer. Yeah. It's never been done before. Get that in the third game. eye opening up. <laughs> yes. And the combat in it is pretty cool so far. Um, but like all the videos I've seen on Instagram and stuff are just like, when you learn that Avada Kedavra, that's your combat now. Mm. That's just the most powerful spell you can do. Three spells. What are your three spells? Um, I know how to... Uh, I don't even know. It's like... a. Revelio, Revelio, Revelio. It shows secret objects around the area. Okay. Um, Who's hiding objects secretly? Are they like they're like? Oh, dude, it's Hogwarts. Everything's oh. secret around there. Oh no, <laughs> my fanfics. Um, <laughs> they found them. <laughs> I know uh, Levio, which is levitate. uh, levitating something. You pick something mm. up. Okay. And uh, the third one. Oh, is uh, Accio. You bring stuff to you. So you some move it around in the air. So some uh, movement, yeah, and uh, revealing. Yeah. I okay. actually, and then you have like your basic like wand magic attack. So the combat's very uh, chill. Stupefy. Yeah. Oh man, That's is like that really con- what it's called? It, yeah, it's like a counter. When you counter on time, you stupefy. Sure. Your enemy. sure. Is, is there a lot of combat? Um, so far, who are you getting into fights with? Mainly, it's just uh, like. Uh, what are they called? Like golems and like statues. Okay, not other know. students. No, I that's mean how I, get, that's how you get expelled. I have dueled a couple students, but it's like on friendly terms. You don't use lethal magic. Mm. It's it's a training. Yeah, until gotcha. the day until the day you have to. Right. 
I tell you what, oh, I that only day is approaching. I only need so three much. spells. <laughs> All right. Okay. Abra, Kadabra, and Alakazam. Those okay. are Pokemon, Sean. Yes. <laughs> I'll counter those Alakazams with a Moth Moth Moth. Bruh. And a Mon Mothma. Okay. Um, you, my, my PlayStation pseudo name is T-Rex Wizard, <laughs> as everybody knows. And you mid-journeyed me did. a T-Rex Wizard. I want you to try it again, though, because it gave me kind of like a Hogwarts-style T-Rex Wizard. I'm thinking more like Gandalf the Gray, Gandalf the White type stuff. Maybe a little Saruman. Less Harry Potter wizard and more Lord of the Rings wizard. Yeah. And an Istari. Istari. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, that'd be dope. One last question about Hogwarts Legacy. What is the... Is there like a big bad evil you're trying to stop? Is there is the school under threat and you're the only one who can save it? So uh, the premise of the plot is you are a fifth year student coming into Hogwarts, which what? is very odd. Whoa. You don't start Hogwarts at a fifth year. Right. Um, Wait, I don't even know what that means. Is it means it's your fifth year at Hogwarts? Yeah, like most people go to Hogwarts for five years. So you're starting Hogwarts at the end, basically. And you only know three spells? Well, you catch up fast. That's what, like, you have a lot of one-on-one with the professors to learn spells quickly. Is it kind of like, oh, just like summer in real life, you, like, lose all the things you learned real quick? Um... The Ministry of Magic is just like, hey, we want this kid there for some reason. Oh, and you mystery. find out uh, you are one of the very few people in the Wizarding world who like can see ancient magics. Dang, like, they reveal mm. runes and glowing things to you, but only you can see them. You're a chosen one, like a chosen one scenario. <laughs> or Jet Li's the one. Um, great movie. And right now, for me, You've the, never seen it. No, the uh, main <laughs> big bad is a uh, goblin. His name is like Ragnarok or something, but it's oh, not, it's not Ragnarok. <laughs> it's very, way better it's very than whatever it it's is. It's like Rangok or Ragnok. I don't know. Close but, enough. He, uh, <laughs> he's a very powerful goblin, the guy. Uh-oh. My first encounter with him, he kind of wrecked uh, wrecked the professor and I, and we had to get out of there ASAP. ASAP Rocky. Shout out to him. He's got a second kid coming with Riri. Yeah. But anyway. And he's uh, and he's a goblin, so he's small. Yeah, honestly, I didn't even know goblins could like be wizards. Yeah, and he's like, Dang. And he could, I thought like, they just watched the bank. That he was could, like job. He, could go, he just could like go <laughs> for your ankles or something. <laughs> the banking clan. <laughs> yeah, we'll sign your treaty or cast Avra on you. Mm. All right. Well, uh, hopefully, you uh, next time we see you, you have defeated Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. I hope so. You've learned a few more spells. When did that game drop? Because I've been seeing it all over my timeline. I want to say like last week, like on the wow. 8th or 9th. Gotcha. It's, it's definitely one of the bigger games right now. Yeah. Until it gets dethroned. When Bye. Resident Evil 4 comes out. Dang, that's oh. another one I'm excited for. Good stuff. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I, You know what? I was listening to our podcast the other day where we were talking about our favorite video games. And we didn't even talk about N64 games. Because who cares? Dude, Super Mario... Or not... Mario 64 is like one of the greatest games ever. That was like the first. That was actually when we got our N64. That's the game that came with it. I never beat it. I beat it. I probably did beat it, but I didn't care. I beat it much later in life. It was like 12 years later when I went back and then there's like YouTube guides and stuff. It's like, that's how you get there. That's how you do that part. And then it's like, oh, you watch a video on how to beat Rainbow Bowser and it's actually extremely 
easy. Sure. But, but at the time, it felt like completely impossible. Dude, Donkey Kong 64? Oh, my gosh. I actually don't definitely, think I beat that ne- game. Definitely never beat that. No. That, those games back then were just asking we too much of us. We beat that. You, uh, you box the guy at the end, right? I don't think I ever beat it. King K. Rule. Maybe you're right. Oh. I don't remember beating those games, though. I, f- I feel like both of those games were the same. Where beating it wasn't impossible. It took a very long time. But then, like, getting all the bananas yeah. or getting all the stars. That was the task that I never finished. It was too much. I don't think anyone has. Those games were so in-depth. Taps yeah. off to those developers. Honestly, I feel like they were way ahead of their time. I believe, yeah. I he mean, probably had an appointment with The Flash, and he told them how to make a better game. How'd they do it? I mean, yeah, The Flash is just so He's fast. So fast. <laughs> so fast. He can store his whole suit in his ring. Yeah. No right. matter how sweaty it is. <laughs> I will like to say, the only N64 game, I believe with all my heart, needs another chance, a remake is Star Wars Racer. Mm, which one? Pod Racer? Yeah. Yeah. Because that dude, game was so hard too. Yeah. It was impossible. Yeah. But also, I feel like the world is ready for more pod racing. I, dude, you get a, a pod racing game on Unreal Engine 5. There you go. Oh my God. Um, speaking of racing games, N- N64 Diddy Kong Racing. Oh, that was a good one too. Never beat it until later in life. I watched a video and I never knew that you had to get the coins or the bananas or whatever it was. They make you faster in the game. You always have to get bananas when you're Diddy Kong. <laughs> you Dude, have an addiction. I, you I never got the bananas. You have to get them. Like the only way to get consistently first place is to consistently hit all the speed uh, boosts and to collect bananas along the way. And as soon as I did, I started winning all the races. Those weren't bananas. What were they? <laughs> Drugs. Oh, shoot. Diddy. Oh. And then there's those other random characters that have no backstory, but they're in the game. They're just trying something. Yeah. Uh, we were long overdue to have a guest. We were long overdue to have TZ back. This is not the last time we will see him. Um, I mean, you're going to be seeing Ant-Man with us. So mm-hmm. we will definitely uh, you know, pick your brain on that. And we'll tell the audience what you think next time. One of these days, we're going to get myself, Zach, and Noah in here. For sure. Oh, and you guys snap. will not be allowed in. That's fine. Just get the whole Terry clan in here. Terry's win. Just Terry. Terry's up. win. All right, fam. This has been episode 31. And yeah, you got we it. are thankful for your viewership. Thank you for watching. If you uh, listen to us on Spotify or any of the other platforms uh, for audio podcasts, we thank you. I will say this, though. Sean does an amazing job editing these videos and watching them on YouTube is by far the best way to ingest your 99er content. Uh, We give taps off to Sean for that. And if you did watch it on YouTube, please leave a comment. Please leave us a five star review and give us a thumbs up for the algorithm. Smash that like button for the algorithm to let the world know that 99Nerds is here to stay. Click the notification bell. Do it. For all of the notifications. Hit the thumbs up button that's so conveniently placed near the video. It's really close. And then just scroll a couple inches down and leave a comment. Maybe one and a half inches, yeah. Leave an in-depth <laughs> comment. <laughs> um, that'll do it, though. So thank you for watching. We thank you for your viewership. Uh, 99 Nerds is by far the best nerd podcast in the galaxy on a scale of one. <laughs> <laughs> On a scale of one to nerd, we are 99. And that is going to do it, fam. Peace!